Open mine eyes that I may see Glimpses of truth thou hast for me Open mine eyes, illumine me Spirit divine Love of my life, I am crying I am not dying, I am dancing Dancing along in the madness There is no sadness like to invite you to a soul-level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guests' spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. We've got another musical and spiritual treat today for Song of the Soul. My guest is Yata, and he's a tremendous musician from rural west-central Wisconsin, a real gift to our region. He's a regional figure in the music scene, but he's also had his national exposure via Garrison Keillor's radio show. Today, you'll also hear of his distinctive religious spiritual identity, a unique blend of Lutheran and Tao Te Ching. Yada is here in the studio with me. Get ready for a balm and a tonic for the soul. Yada Penovich. Yada, thanks so much for joining me for Song of the Soul. It's a pleasure to be here, Mark. Thank you for having me. You know it's a real pleasure to have you. I've seen you over the years, Yada, performing, you and Bryce. But I think I heard of your fame even before I met you. Your great rise to fame because of Prairie Home Companion. Tell me about the history of that, how you got there. Garrison had a competition talent from towns under 2000, and I was listening to the morning show on public radio, and I live in rural Arkansas, Wisconsin. I sent a song to them and included in it directions to my home, which was somewhere between exile to the north, porcupine to the south, Shoe fly to the east and Plum City to the west. And uh, that is absolutely the truth. Those are the towns that surround my home in the country. 
At any rate, the uh, program manager or whatever got back to me and said, we like what you've recorded, and we'd like you to be in the program. And, of course, I, I willingly accepted their offer. So how did that competition go? Were you one of ten finalists? Did you get miscongeniality? What, what happened? <laughs> there were six contestants. It was the first year that he held the competition. Of the six, I was the only one who performed an original piece. I did the Wisconsin Waltz which I feel is my theme song. It's a song that talks about living in Wisconsin, meeting my eventual bride. In the competition, I lost to a yodeler. <laughs> and my uh, aunt wrote to me and said, Yada, yada learned to yodel. <laughs> it sounds like whether it was a win or a loss, it was a great victory. It's, it's great fun to hear about to get that exposure, too. And it's so interesting that he chose that the talent was from towns under 2,000 instead of always going for the big city, you know, where all those people go off to. How long have you lived there in rural Arkansas, Wisconsin? My wife and I uh, moved there in 1981. In one fell swoop, we moved from the city to the country, got married, and within six months had our first child. That's amazing that you've been able to reduce human gestation period to only six months. That's right. You do the math. I'm married to an artist, artist Jean Acola. We have an art gallery in Durand, Wisconsin. Might as well put in the plug for our art gallery, the Acola Gallery. We were living in the inner city of Minneapolis, and I'm a social worker, and I enjoyed living in the inner city. I was working in poverty programs at the time. And felt my calling was to work in the inner city with, you know, that population of people. And at the same time, I was mixing that with my music. I've always done those two occupations together. But I thought I'd give it a try for one year. Twenty-seven years later, (laughs) we're still living in the country. (laughs) Well, I know, Yada, that you want to choose for your first song for your song of the soul the wisconsin waltz did you want to say anything else about this song i mean, obviously it's the one you took on prairie home companion it's the one it talks about your relationship with your wife i think that about covers it i i when you're talking about the soul i think the most important thing is love and so i think it's an important place to start so that's what we'll do we'll start with wisconsin waltz by yada Well, in a corner grocery where she was a clerk, I asked her to swim once she got off work. Oh, and from an old fallen limb we dared to somersaults. And there in the water she taught me to waltz. We Fast asleep, and everything around hardly made a beat. Oh, the wonderful Wisconsin Wall. Well, to that corner grocery. All summer long I ran to see her Across green summer lawns Oh, and every night When she'd close up Black 
prays to the one who walks on the rock. Wisconsin Walls, Yada is my guest for today's Song of the Soul. And Yada, I just have to ask you, she taught me to waltz in the water. Is this a literal or a figurative waltzing? Believe it or not, Mark, it is literal. We were waltzing in the water on our first date. I think that represented in here is something that is intrinsic to who I am and who my wife is. We're both Pisces, so we're both, I think, drawn by the element of water. She's a watercolorist. And if you look at my CDs, I have seven of them. All of them have something to do with water. One is called Mississippi River Blues. There's a river picture on the cover of that. Two of them have the element of snow. Snow has fallen and mad is the mist and snow. Another, Artesian Dreams, has a picture of a lake on the cover of it. And Boy with a Pail has a picture of my son holding a pail, building sandcastles next to a lake. So that, as an elemental representation of my soul, is where I go when I need to meditate, when I need to go inward, get connected. And it also was where my wife and I hit it off, magically. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's great. The song is Boy with a Pail, and that's also the title cut for the album. You said that the picture on the cover is that of your son. Is Boy with a Pail also you? Very perceptive, Mark. Absolutely. It's my impression and recall of my childhood. I was fortunate that my folks had a cabin up in northern Minnesota. We used to spend almost our entire summer up there. It was a delightful place to spend a childhood. Swimming with the neighbor kids, fishing, boating, all those things that you do. It was wonderful. It was just a great place to spend my childhood. One of the things I know about your recordings, Yada, is that you do collaboration a lot. And I think, boy, with the pail, you didn't do this alone either. You're right. I did not. One of my bandmates I was working with at that time in a band called Artesian Dreams with James Price and Dave Javu, these guys were really skillful musicians. James went to University of Indiana and studied jazz violin there. 
and is the Minnesota fiddle champ a number of times as well. So he plays both violin and fiddle. In fact, once I asked him, what's the difference? And he said, one is played with culture and the other is played with agriculture. (laughs) But they kind of challenged me at times because it was my role as the vocalist in the group to come up with lyrics for many of their instrumental pieces that they would be creating. So I sat home and I was reflecting on my childhood and wrote the lyrics for Boy with a Pail. And sitting in front of me was one of my wife's watercolors of a painting that she painted when we were at the lake cabin with a young boy, our son, holding a pail. So that inspired me to write that piece. And when I took it to the boys in the band, it was incredible. Their energy and their collaboration lifted the song, made the song better. And I believe a lot in collaboration. I'm glad we're talking about that because... Of the seven CDs that I've made, five of them have been collaborative efforts. One with a spoken word person, other poets, one taking the poetry of Yeats and setting it to music, working with a rock and roller at one point in my life, uh, Michael Flaherty, as well as working with Artesian Dreams. Well, one of those gifts of collaboration is Boy with a Pail. We're going to listen to a live performance, I believe. It's Yada with James Price. Boy with a pail, tan by the sun Watching it run on a wave, or a gale, or a gull On the hum of a hull, or a rooster tail Boy with a pail, castles in sand Built by a wave of your hand, while a snail Crossing the moat, the walls were hard to Yada's my guest today for Song of the Soul. Yada, what is your background, religiously or spiritually, and what's your foreground? Well, I was raised in a Lutheran church, went to a Lutheran college, went to St. Olaf College. Interestingly enough, when I was at St. Olaf, I learned about Eastern religions as well. Began to study the Tao, as written in the Chinese tradition, 
500, 600 BC with the writings of Lao Tzu. Lao Tzu is probably a mythical character and the writings and, and such that have been handed down are perhaps a collection of works from, from many people. But I think that they fold perfectly in place with uh, many of the principles of Jesus. When I read the Bible, and I continue to go to church in, in a Lutheran church actually, but when I listen to the teachings and, and the readings on Sunday in a Lutheran church, I'm definitely moved by the preachings of Jesus, much more than I am the Old Testament. I'm, much, I'm a Lutheran in the sense of believing in the principles of grace and forgiveness and love for one another. And in the world of Taoism, where that takes it for me, is in a direction of Eastern mysticism, where some of the ironies are that if we are seeking all the time, being ever desireful, we might see manifestations of that effort in our lives. Say, have a big house, have a big car, and all of that. But it's only when we become desireless that we begin to see the mysteries of life. That's what the Tao taught me. And that really was the message that Jesus was trying to convey as well, but so often was misunderstood (laughs) by almost everyone. (laughs) You told me earlier that for your third song, for your Song of the Soul, you want to go to a song which is in itself inclusive of a variety of this religious topography you've covered. Tell us a bit about Valley Spirit. I personally think this is my most important song that I've ever written in my life. It crosses three traditions. Verse 1 is Western in its orientation. Verse 2 is Eastern in its orientation. And verse 3 is Middle Eastern. I paraphrase from sources from each of those traditions and use the symbols that I think are quite representative of what I think are really nuggets of important lessons (laughs) that I've learned. The first verse, I was at a party and a friend told a joke that he had heard earlier from the comic strip of Pogo. And it had to do with Pogo was climbing this mountain and he gets up to the top of the mountain and he says, he's complaining to the little bird, oh, this mountain is so high. And the little bird says, don't go knocking the mountain. How'd you like to be this high and not on a mountain? (laughs) And it was just a stupid little joke, right? And there was a guy sitting around the table at this party, and and I was holding my guitar because I'd been playing earlier, and he said, now let's see you make that a song, yada. So I put my capo on the seventh fret for some unknown reason and started strumming this thing and came up with this melody. Oh, this mountain, this mountain is so high. People were looking at me, you know, like, my gosh, what is this all about? And I didn't know where it was coming from, what the source was. When I finished that verse, I had a form for the song. And I thought to myself, okay, you've read the Tao, and there's a passage in there about the valley. And, of course, the songwriting technique is to use polar opposites. So I took us down into the valley and paraphrased verse 6 from the Tao Te Ching, uh, dealing with the valley spirit. And when I got done with that, everyone was, was content. Now, I knew that the song wasn't complete yet because it was only a duality, and I wanted to bring it together in some form or another. Six months later, 
At church, our pastor was reading a passage from Isaiah, which says, All mountains will fall down to meet you. All valleys will rise up to greet you. Even the rough spots will be made plain. Now, I grew up on the prairies, and I didn't think of it until I heard that verse, that, of course, the third complement to the mountains and valleys would be the prairie, the plains. And so that's what the third verse is, and that comes from Isaiah. The song is Valley Spirit by Yada.
That was Valley Spirit by Yara, accompanied there by Dave Javu. I have to ask about that name in a little bit. But in the meantime, I think people should know how Yara is spelled because not everybody says Yara. Some people say Yara, 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 but that's got a D in it. This is Y-A-T-A. And your website is yatayata.com. Is that the place they should go if they want to buy some of your CDs, if they want to track down music? Yes, by going to the website, the lyrics are there, how to buy the CDs is all there, and I think some of the sound samples are there. So, yeah, come and visit my website and send me an email. Again, that's Yada with a T. And we're joined here today with Yada Panovich. He does have a last name, but it's kind of unnecessary when you've already got a unique first name like Yada. We're joined here today for his Song of the Soul, and he's sharing his soul's journey. Where should we go to at this point? I'd like to touch on my collaboration with a dear friend of mine. His name is Bryce Black, and Bryce and I live not far from one another in rural Arkansas, Wisconsin. Arkansas, by the way, is spelled with a W on the end. Arkansas, S-A-W. Bryce is this incredible guy, and one of his hobbies is writing clever little ditties as he's driving his truck down the road, trying not to veer off the road as he's scribbling ideas down on a notepad. And he brings them over to my house, and we've made a practice for the last 25 years of getting together and trying to craft songs together. And uh, I think we just enjoy being around one another. So we finally put together our first CD in the last year called Sheer Caffeine. And most of the songs on the album are really fun, tongue-in-cheek, humorous songs like one about Baylor Twine, another about mad cows, clever little things. But he's also incorporated many of his more profound thoughts. A song called Loving the Questions is one of my all-time favorite songs. And I'm very proud that my contribution to these songs is on the musical side. His contribution is on the lyrical side. And I'd like to play one of the songs from that CD called River. It's the only song on the whole album that Bryce does not appear. And so I'm not trying to shun him. But what I'm trying to do is demonstrate what a terrific lyricist he is. To me, the symbols, again, of the river are having to do with searching. And this is a program about the soul. And I think the soul that seeks and out the truth and that searches itself for meaning is what we're looking for. I spent a lifetime thirsting, searching for the river's source, cursing for the current, all upstream my course. And when I found that spring, with trembling hands I filled the cup. Sweet 
River. The lyrics are by Bryce Black, but performed there, uh, music by Yada Penovich. So, Yada, where do you want to go next on your Song of the Soul journey? Where I'd like to go now is to a song where I've taken the lyrics of Wallace Stevens and set them to music. A friend of mine, Dave Javu, who I, we mentioned earlier, ran a music store and he had a live performance space in the basement of his music store called The Blue Guitar. And I asked him, where did you come up with that title? And he said, well, you know that Wallace Stevens poem, The Man with the Blue Guitar? And I said, no, I'm not familiar with that. So I went to the library and I got the book out and discovered it's an epic poem, 33 verses. And as a kind of a gift to Dave, I um, sat down with my guitar And I only took the first two verses of that 33-verse epic poem and set them to music. Then I went to Dave. So Dave and I put this together, and it began a collaboration with us, a new collaboration with us, because we had worked together in Artesian Dreams, a group in Minneapolis. And we embarked on a collaboration and created an album together called Spirit of the Raven. This song is called The Man with the Blue Guitar. And I assume that to some degree, this difference between a green world and a blue guitar, I'm thinking that you identify with that, that that's part of your spiritual journey. Here you are, a Taoist in a Lutheran church. That's green and blue, but somehow you're making a a single rainbow out of that. Yeah, I think what motivates me in music, and you can probably tell by listening to this program and hearing my songs, is I'm motivated to make beauty through art. 
fact, I had someone ask me once, what do you see when you're writing a song? At that particular time, my answer was, I'm seeing color. Like here, I was adapting a poem to music. In reading that poem, it conjured in me a certain kind of a, a wheel of color and a way to, to articulate those words in a certain fashion that would, would bring newer meaning to them. That's one of my songwriting objectives. I think it's an objective you met with Man with a Blue Guitar. Shearsmen of swords, the day was green. They said you had a blue guitar. You do not play things as they are. And the man replied, Things as they are are changed upon the blue guitar. Guitar by Yada, and actually, I believe Dave Chavu was with you on that one, Yada. Yada, where does his name come from? Well, his real name is David Griffith Peterson. Dave Chavu, of course, is a play on words from Deja Vu. Being that it was my second time in working with him, it seemed only appropriate that his nickname should evolve into Dave Chavu. <laughs> 
And in that song, the phrase keeps coming back, see things as they are. For a lot of us, that evokes spiritual levels of meaning. We see things in one form, but then there's a reality that's beyond or deeper or within. Are you a person who sees things differently than maybe your neighbor? Oh, absolutely, especially where I live. I live amongst farmers. One of the rewarding things about living amongst farmers is is that, and not only farmers, I mean, I, I work also in a small town. And I know that the people who live there look at me as a little different. <laughs> but over the years, I think I've earned their trust. And even though my perspectives are unique from theirs, a lot of times I'm a night person and I'll, they'll rap on my door at 8 in the morning and they, they've been up since the crack of dawn and I'm answering the door in my pajamas, you know. But also where their values are, are different than mine, we live fortunately in a culture that allows for different perspectives on things, particularly my perspectives on war are different than theirs are. I don't believe in war. I could never engage in the military. Um, I've challenged high school counselors about letting recruiting people into the schools, that they should give balanced time to those who are opposed to war so that people can see what they're getting into with open eyes if they enlist. And that's just one value statement. I know it's a heavy one. I didn't initially intend to go in that direction. But it is an important distinction, I think, between me and, and others who who live in a rural environment. I know that the next song that you want to do is sidetracked. When you were talking about Man with a Blue Guitar, I was thinking of people who take the path less taken. So sidetracked jumped into mind, but I think usually sidetracked in the lyrics here, it's more like you're not getting where you're meaning to be going. The first words for that song are, if I have even just a little sense, I will walk on the main road and my only fear will be of straying from it. Keeping to the main road is easy, but people love to be sidetracked. What I take from this is so simple that really, if we stay on the main road, if we don't get, like so many people in power, find themselves getting sidetracked by all these temptations that come across their table every day, that if they just keep their core values intact, they can get a lot done. They can actually you know, make the world a better place. They can provide usefulness. So this, this poem comes from Lao Tzu, from the Tao Te Ching. I, I didn't change any of the lyrics, which is amazing because this poem was written in 600 B.C., but yet I think the, the principles still apply today. It talks about when the court is arrayed in splendor, the fields are full of weeds, and the granaries are bare, while some wear precious clothes and beads, and carry dark, sharp weapons, and overindulge in food and drink. They have more than they can use. They are robber barons. Don't people love to be sidetracked? I mean, those principles have been going on and on for the, over this whole existence of man and womankind. And are these values, the values that you are carrying from your Lutheran childhood, your Lutheran present, is this a seamless garment, or have you gone out into a certain arm of it? 
usually when someone says main road, I think of mainstream, and mainstream uh, jumped up and down and said hooray for war and mm-hmm. and so on. Although we've just had a reversal there with this yeah. current election. Yeah, I don't think of it as mainstream. I think of it as the main road. I think of it as um, the road not taken, as Robert Frost wrote, and being useful. The word that I heard our president-elect use recently was that he wants on his gravestone to be looked at as someone who has done something useful. You know, I have a great poem about usefulness um, that I've carried with me over the years. This is by the same author, Lao Tzu. Thirty spokes share the wheel's hub. It is the center hole that makes it useful. Shape clay into a vessel. It is the space within that makes it useful. Cut doors and windows for a room. These spaces make it useful. Therefore, profit comes from what is there. Usefulness from what is not there. The song is sidetracked. Lyrics by Lao Tzu. Music by Yara. If I have even a little sense, I will walk on the main road. And my only fear will be of straying from it, keeping to the main road. is easy, yes, it's easy, but people love to be sidetracked. Sidetracked by Yara. Again, his website is yarayara.com. That's Y-A-T-A-Y-A-T-A.com. And we're traveling along on his Song of the Soul. Well, we had mentioned the Mississippi River is close to my home, and another of my musical collaborators is a, a gentleman named Timothy Young. He's this incredible poet, has two CDs out, one of them with me, called Snow Has Fallen. We had a show to do down on the Mississippi River, and we didn't have hardly any material. 
So we got together and we thought, well, we'd better at least rehearse a little and see what we can come up with. So we got together and at my house on my back porch and we were writing songs. We have a deadline, you know, and, and, and it's kind of fun. I mean, a lot of times songwriters take forever to pull stuff together, but he's an amazing poet. So he's reciting poetry and I'm pulling melodies out of my hat. So at any rate, being that we were going down to the Mississippi, we thought, well, what do you think of when you're thinking of the Mississippi? And I, you know, thought about Mark Twain, of course. And I thought about how when I was a kid, I used to spell when I was like maybe five years old with my neighbor kid, M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. And he said, I did that too. And so we got to talking about it and we thought, you know, that would really make an interesting chorus. He began to rattle out some lyrics. We went down to the river and pulled this thing together. And then about five days after we performed this event, Katrina hit New Orleans. And then we knew we had an obligation to really do something about this. And to his credit, I mean, he came up with these ideas about having a houseboat of hope that you take down the Mississippi River. All of the things that have happened to the river towns that are between here and the upper Mississippi River, between Minneapolis and St. Louis, and the lower Mississippi River from St. Louis down to New Orleans. Think about all the social injustices that have happened in, in St. Louis and uh, and the Civil War in Vicksburg and Katrina's effect upon the city of New Orleans. So he incorporated that along with other images of the river, the envi- environmental images of the bluffs and the birds and such. He ends it with the image of the flow of forgiveness relating to the Mississippi River. I love that line. I mean, the whole song leads itself to that line, which is the final line in the last verse. And uh, and then the image of going down to the river you know, where you can, one can be baptized, purified, all the other images that have come through time. So that's what this song is all about, all of that stuff <laughs> wrapped into three minutes and 31 seconds or whatever it is. <laughs> and it's the Mississippi River Chant by Yada with Timothy Young. Am I a society, a society, a society, a Come down the river and board the houseboat of hope. Follow the blood through the homeless heart. Drift between great white bluffs, slide beside large beaver lodges, in and out of the lily pad lagoons, and follow the See, follow the river, 
science, the site PPI. Am I a science, the site PPI? Follow the river past the years of abuse Follow the river through the tears and racism Follow the river into the flow of forgiveness Follow the river Follow the river to the sea That was Mississippi River Chant. That was Yada Penovich and Timothy Young together, one of the collaborations that Yada has participated in. So many of them, so rich. It's really wonderful to hear them all. We've got one more song, I think, to finish off your Song of the Soul today. And I know you've got, with your seven recordings, Yada, I know you've got a lot more options that you had to pass over in order to choose this. How grueling of a task was it for you to select it down to just the music for this show? It was a challenge. Because there are a lot of songs that I'm leaving off this program. At first I had it narrowed down to 20, and I asked my wife uh, what she thought, and she said, get it down to 10, and then I'll come over <laughs> and give you some input. Yeah, it was it was tough to, to select top uh, seven or eight songs. Well, as a final challenge then, where should we go to end your Song of the Soul? I thought we'd touch on a CD where I've taken the poetry of William Butler Yeats and set it to music. It was a solo effort of mine, but really not. I mean, it was the lyrics of Yeats. There was a book in the public library by Yeats called Words for Music, Perhaps. And so I checked that out of the library 20-some years ago. The first go at it, I kept checking the book out over and over and over. I came up with music to the poem, Those Dancing Days Are Gone. And also in the same afternoon, I wrote music, for the title track, Mad as the Mist and Snow. This particular one, the reason that I chose it is that I love the chorus. Yeats has the words, I carry the sun in a golden cup, the moon in a silver bag. And I love that image. And he uses all those classic Yeats expressions of maid or hag and foul as a rag and other profound expressions that certainly we wouldn't use today. But aren't they fun to say? And imagine singing them as well. And one thing that's fun about Yeats is that, and I've discovered this only after reading his biography, he always wanted his poetry set to music. In fact, he called his poems lyrics. So 
I took those poems which were in the public domain and set them to music along with my friends from Artesian Dreams. James Price plays violin on this song. Dave Javu helped me in producing it. Corey Larson plays mandolin. Dancing days are gone. Come let me sing into your ear Those dancing days are gone And all that silk and satin gear Or crouch upon a stone Wrapping that foul body up In this foul rag I carry the sun in a golden cup The moon in a silver bag I carry the sun in a golden cup The moon in a silver bag Curses you may, I sing it through What matter if the knave That the most could pleasure you The children that he gave A song went sleeping like a top Under a marble flag I carry the sun in a golden cup The moon in the silver bag I carry the sun in a golden cup Silver This very day, noon upon the clock, a man may put pretense away who leans upon a stick, may sing and sing until he drops. Whether tomato or hay, I carry the sun in a golden cup, the moon in a silver bag. I carry the sun in a golden cup, the moon in a silver bag. Letting me sing into your ear Those dancing days are gone And all that silk and satin gear Crouch upon a stone Wrapping that foul body up In this foul rag I carry the sun in a golden cup The moon in the silver bag I carry the sun in a golden cup The moon in the silver bag Dancing Days Are Gone, the poetry is by Yeats, music by Yada, and friends. You know, Yada, the thing that struck me, you're ending your song of the soul here with Dancing Days Are Gone. You started out with Wisconsin Waltz. I was wondering if there was some kind of symmetry of the cycle of your life that was being symbolized there. Yeah, I, I think there is. I hadn't thought of it. Thank you, Mark, for noticing. I hope to dance and I hope to sing until I drop. And I hope you do, too. You've created so much wonderful music and so many clearly vibrant pictures of the spirit for us. 
Thank you so much for joining us for Song of the Soul. Thank you so much for inviting me, Mark. I mean it so much. It's been a real pleasure. That was Yada Penovich, my guest for today's Song of the Soul. You can find Yada on his website, yatayata.com, and that's Yada with a T. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy That in the light it will heal you And you can feel you And sing out a song